Hello and welcome to Lily and Kate aren't doing great. Hello. That's Kate. Hi. And this is Lily and we're not doing great. Nope. This week we're going to mix things up again and we're going to start with depressipes um, and what we figured was to make the world's best titled but least appealing segment better we would do some live cooking. By which I mean, I'm going to cook some burgers and Kate is going to narrate. Mm-hmm. I think if I haven't explained it clearly enough in the last three episodes, I don't cook and I don't cook for other people. So I'll be sitting here eating these crisps that I've been trying to not make a noise eating so far, but that might happen. And Lily's going to cook and I'm going to watch her. So there are two things that are great about this. So the first thing is that we have some crisps, but they're stale. They're, like, from a multi-pack bag. And they're, like, are a little bit still. They don't have any crunch. I'm going to snap one right in front of the microphone and you see if you can hear it. Aw, damn. That was crisper. Oh, they're out of date by a year? <laughs> Possibly have an open fall. <laughs> Should we continue to eat these? Look, Kate just pointed out that this is out of date. <laughs> from the 5th of November, 2016. <laughs> We're dying live on... on camera I think we should not eat these you put those in, in that black bag and I'll put more crisps let me put it third of the 12th 16 <laughs> why do you have so many very out of date crisps I Lily? don't eat crisps that's, that's all I'm satisfying <laughs> when do these go out of date oh, oh uh, these went update in August oh that's doable so that's less than two months I think this is this is the real side of depressed bees. Lily makes it sound so suave when she's talking about putting things on a lettuce leaf, but in real life, this is the truth. <laughs> I did not know that my putting things on a lettuce leaf was such a problem. Oh no, I'm just um, it's not a problem. It sounds makes you sound like a well put together person. Because <laughs> we were we were you put some crisp on your shoulder. <laughs> you just took a chip off my shoulder. Hey. <laughs> I'm no longer going to chip off my shoulder. Because um, we were talking about how difficult it is to go shopping when you're sad. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> cause it just is. Like You get into the supermarket when you're healthy, and it's like, okay, I have a list, and I have an idea, and I like know what nutrition groups that I want to have eaten. I think all of them is the healthy thing. That's never my experience. Um, but if I shop in real life... We both shop online predominantly. Oh, God, yeah. For groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I shop in real life, I tend to say to think, I don't deserve this thing that costs more than 59 <laughs> pence. I can't have it. So I don't eat meat <laughs> anymore. Um. All right. So, Lily, do you want to tell the lovely listeners what you're going to be making for us today while I sit here? Yes. So there is out there on the internet a quiz that you can do about what kind of man you'll marry based on your burger choices. And my burger choices led me to believe that I'm going to marry a very hunky, outdoorsy type. Right. And uh, He was dreamy, I've seen him. He was dreamy. He had, like, the whole, the whole package, the whole six package. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he was lovely. And I sort of thought, how can I make him into existence so I thought that I would try and make the burger that I chose on the online quiz that led me to the hunky outdoorsy type are you with me do you follow probably if you don't it's probably because you're healthy well you're gonna be following because I found the quiz and we're gonna do the quiz while Lily is burgering right so 
I'm dicing onions. Can yeah, you she is. Chop, chop. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't cut your fingers off. I um, So we're back on Lily's quiz. I'm still picking a burger bun. Oh, I don't have an option of a pretzel bun. <laughs> what are you going to go with instead? I'm going to go with a pit of bread because that's what Lily has. Hey! So um, maybe I'll find a nice hunky outdoorsy man as well. What's the burger patty of your dreams? Yes. I don't have a burger patty of my dreams. Well, like, is one of them salmon? Oh, it is salmon. Yeah, because, like, salmon and a burger... Wait, okay, Americans... A salmon burger is a fish cake. She's right. What are you doing? Don't put that in the bun. It depends. Like, what are they mixing it with? Because are they mixing it with potato or is it just like a salmon in the just, just a salmon. <laughs> just <laughs> eyes and stuff. I just want one patty. Just one big one. <laughs> um, so, in, in real burger world, I have added... Um, I've, I've chopped an onion. She has. I've put some mince on top of it. Some dried chilli flakes. Some pepper, some salt. Now I'm adding hot sauce because I've had a drink, so why not? She's adding a lot of hot sauce, so you might not make it to the end of the episode. Um, I'm going to continue with question four. Which leafy green gets you all hot and bothered? None. Arugula! Spinach, isn't it? Spinach. <laughs> spinach is spinach in America. Arugula needs rocket. Does it? Yeah, why do they need another word for it? I don't Because Rocket's a stupid name for a food. Rocket's a brilliant name for a food. I'll have you know. It's Rocket like... is both disgusting and a stupid name for a food. It's not a rocket. But it tastes it's a leaf. like a rocket. It tastes like a rocket. You heard it here first. Lily from the Rocket Society. <laughs> it's not a rocket, but it tastes like one, ladies. Which tomato variety holds a special place in your heart? A cherry tomato, don't even need to look at the other option. Which onions never make you cry? Um, I don't know what half these onions are. Onions are gross. Sorry, Lily. <laughs> I'm having some ranch. You're having ranch? <laughs> this is going to be the most disgusting burger. Oh, so that's what, what's on your burger look like? So it's in a bun. It's in a pitta. It's in a pitta. I've got just... Just beef. Beef. I've got spinach, <laughs> cherry tomatoes, ranch, and oh, mozzarella. I feel like your result is going to be Popeye. And bacon. And bacon. Okay. I've got three more questions. Which? What other topping sounds appealing to you? Avocado. Oh, she's got one. Yeah, that's, that's a good looking avocado. avocado. So. I feel like you should be able to sing, um, oops, avocado. But you can't because you have to go. I've ever car. I've It's too hard. She's only had one drink, people. And with a big drink. If I absolutely had to eat a fast food burger, where would I go? Where did you choose for this? Well, that would be telling. Um, I'm going to choose the place I've never been to because I've never been further than Chicago but people seem to think it's the best thing in the world in and out burger oh. did you choose McDonald's I, I did because <laughs> and this I quiz is from magicquiz.com if people want to try from home well, I should marry a rock star eh, what? yeah he kind of, the picture kind of looks like the guy from Maroon 5 but that's oh. fine so I, I have combined beef egg 
No. No, no, no eggs. eggs. Um, beef, <laughs> onion, some seasonings, and now I'm frying it in olive oil that my mother bought. Thank you, man. Listen. Ah. No, don't listen. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. I nearly knocked my first one. I thought, listen. Beautiful. Like a I'm like. Oh man, I can't remember the guy's name. I'm gonna Google who I'm like. I regret the Wally man. I want to say Benzer, but I don't know that that's his surname. But that's Bradford, who did like all the directions. Birch, with two P's. Oh, because he like records twatting things, doesn't he? That was my favourite thing at the start was conventions. <laughs> I'm not going down this avenue to explain that any further, but that was my favourite thing from the Star Wars conventions when he did a talk and it was so exciting. Right. He is called Ben Burke. Bring him out in your memory. So I can't fry a burger and it not burns. So I'm just going to be turning these constantly to try and deter them from burning. That sounds good. I don't know if it's what you're supposed to do. Not Julia Charles. I'm just very sad. <laughs> While your burgers are making an insanely loud frying noise, it's a good idea to have another drink. In other news, what are we going to have on the side of this? We're going to have crisps. Oh, um, I think just more cherry tomatoes if we haven't used them all okay. on the burger. Okay. I chose blue cheese and lamb, but otherwise it would be too much the same. Is this lamb? No, it's beef. They don't have lamb. So maybe I won't get my funky outdoor. You'll find a rock star though. Maybe I'll find a rock star. So true fact, I did another quiz about numbers that said, when will you meet your soulmate? Mm-hmm. And mine was in 10 days. Ooh. So I'm legitimately trying to conjure up that lumberjack man. When did you do this quiz? Was it today? This morning, yeah. Right, so today is the 4th, 14th of September. So we'll come back on the 24th of September. <laughs> and we'll see who Lily's met that day. She's going to have to make a list of all the men she's met that day. <laughs> Lily now has a leafy vegetable. It is not rocket and it's not spinach. It is some It's an iceberg lettuce. It's a little gem. It's a little gem. That's weird. She's wringing it out now for some reason. But <laughs> you don't want watery. If you don't have um, caterpillars in it, then where's the risk? Okay. She's flipping again, people. So I made three burgers because that's how much mince I put in. One of the burgers was disintegrated, which is a good thing. Because it it'll that... stop us fighting. Yeah. Yeah. No sharing. No sharing need, even though we're both only children. So I'll completely find the sharing. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> My things are mine and nobody else's. Have you ever been to like a, a child's house as a child, obviously, who is not an only child, and they're like, you have three more chips than me. And I'm like, dude, we're all going to die. Because <laughs> <laughs> you as a child. <laughs> Life is meaningless. Give me the chips. Like Yeah, I suppose that is the thing about children for their sisters. Like they they are forced into sharing. So they're like looking for injustice and you're like, I am just eating chips. I am not hurting you. 
it's important to salt your lettuce. Otherwise, what's the point in eating lettuce? <laughs> oh my god. If we'd done this at my house, it would be like, here's some things out of the cupboard. You can dip them in some hummus. Well, have a lovely day. Um, we owe all, all thanks to Flora for buying the groceries. Um, my mum came and within three hours of being here while I was at work, went shopping. And I've like been trying to run my, my store cupboards down because I'm moving. So... Mm-hmm. She just went in and did all that work, and I was like, thank you. She <laughs> finds things that she you. wants to have. Thank you so much. There was food in the house, and like, coffee, and oh, it was so good. It was so good. She's so good. I can't cut a pitter in half. I just have to make two pitters into a sandwich, like a classic white person. Oh, okay. Okay, so the bagel's are all done. I'm going to add to this frying pan. Some extra sizzle in the form of smoky bacon mushrooms. Bacon! Because what makes a burger? Not the bun, not the burger, it's the bacon. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, everything's burned. They're not burned. No, this bit is. That's just the spares. You can put that on a leaf or something. I can! Oh, no, this is burned. So like, did I just seem like your dream burger that you built on that quiz was actually your dream burger? No. So what's your dream burger, Kate? I love a burger with peanut butter on. Oh. I made one in the house the other day. It was amazing. It's so made that on Elvis, don't it? Yeah. Elvis was right, though. Like, if, if I was going to die eating any food, it would probably be peanut butter. <laughs> And I'm not even sorry to say that on the internet. Um, no, I I don't know. I don't have like a go-to burger. I tend to order, as a rule, in any place that I go to, the weirdest thing on the menu. <laughs> like, if it's something that I probably can't get anywhere else, I'll just try it. So, um, yeah. My unhealthy, my unhealthy way of ordering food in restaurants is to think of how many dishes go into it. Like how much washing up goes into a meal. Oh. Which is why I almost always order carbonara at an Italian restaurant. So I'm like, I'm not washing cooked egg yolk off a pan. Like, nah, no way, no way, no how. Wow. I'll make someone else, I'll pay for someone else to do it. But I'm not going to do it. I have oh, better no. things to do. I have like things to retweet. Oh, right. So... I've been coming to Lily's house semi-regularly for pretty much the last year or so. Um, Lily has revolutionized my life in that when she uses a frying pan, she puts the handle of the spatula or spoon or whatever she's stirring things with in the hole on the end of the frying pan that I always assumed was just there for people who had enough wall space to hang up all their pans and it's evidently there to put this end of this utensil in. I don't know if it is, or if, like, it's either a real-life hack or a fake-life hack, you know? And that's why I'm friends with Lily, because she <laughs> she's wise. 
She knows things. She puts things places that I would never know. Okay, so what I've just done, I've turned off the heat because everything was burning. I'm shook. So I turned off the heat on the pan, put the cheese on top of the burgers. So what I did was, yeah, and then I covered the whole pan with a lid to try and steam the burgers, which I'm sure it's based on something, but the only thing that I can think that it might be based on is The Simpsons, where Principal Springer says that he's having steamed hams. So we're having steamed steamed hams. Steamed burgers is a thing. I can't cut open pitters as I previously I my I'm one learning. job in this so far has been to take up the pit and take them out. The current job of convictions. You think a slip? What? I'm gonna fall a bit when you move because you're like my my mother at this stage. <laughs> um, I just try and cut them like right from the edge. Oh, well, don't do that. Not impossible. Exactly. So, for anyone else who's like me, um, what how you evidently cut a pit of bread is put a slit down like maybe a centimetre from the edge of it and then cut open from that slit, not right at the end, like I do. You're so civilised. I'm sure someone can do that and that they are the person who does like certain suggestion photos, but I can't do that. You're so civilised. Well... <laughs> Lily is now putting some leaves into her expertly cooked pita bread. I'm standing here. I'm still a little bit scared. <laughs> Sorry, like I'm doing some stirring. These are what they call in barbecue stores burnt ends. Yay! So what I've done though is I've stuffed the pita so well with salad and avocado that there's no way a bag I can get in there. And I don't know what we're going to do. Can't really hear, but Lily's just gently, gently murmuring to the burgers to try and support them into their way. Burger on the salad. <laughs> on the side. Okay, so that's burgers. Now we just have sides. I think we've go got enough sides, man. I'm gonna go with meal for my. Meal's not a side. What? What do you call it? Dressing. Dressing. Okay. So that is how you make a witchcraft burger. With which to conjure a hyper... What they called? Lumberjack! A lumberjack! Hyperjack! With which to conjure a lumberjack soulmate. Um, if you can't get, like, uh, organic onions and uh, mince and avocados and a pit of bread, then you'll probably meet whoever you're going to meet anyway and it doesn't really matter. Uh... I I would I would recommend doing the quiz anyway because it genuinely gave me an appetite for the first time in about two weeks, so that's good. Uh, you can't love yourself. 
How in the hell are you going to eat a burger? <laughs> enjoy a tasty meal. So we're going to eat this and then we'll be back with all the other segments of our award-winning podcast <laughs> that definitely more than my mother listens to. Okay, so we ate those burgers. They were so good. Lily's a genius. I am. I am. And that, that those burgers will feed me and my lumberjack nature beefcake soulmate. Yeah, me and my rock star will come over okay. for those burgers. Yeah. Give me, give me some of that avocado pita bread. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I crave. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna mess with things a little bit because uh, I've just got a lot of feelings and I need to share Kate them has in a, a specific order. Uh huh. So um, for coping mechanisms this week, I have done a lot of watching video essays. So all of our coping mechanisms are by design things that you, as a listener, can tune into on uh, <laughs> YouTube. This week it has been, I am really soothed by watching aggressive video essays about why a piece of media I hate is awful. Uh, I just like someone agreeing with me, essentially, is what I think it comes down to. So I, uh, a favourite of mine is Why Sherlock is Rubbish. Yeah, that's fair. Which is like, I think it's an hour and a half. So I didn't make Katie watch it. <laughs> it's a full film. It's like a, it's longer, than, it's longer than an episode of Sherlock <laughs> to explain why all of Sherlock is awful. But it's really like, I just like it when people are angry as well. I like that emotion in others. <laughs> so I forced Katie to watch a couple of videos by a YouTuber called... Probably don't name him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um... Oh, we're going to have a feud. Dan Olsen. It was like... Who is uh, the... the, It had a name. It's called Folding Theories, I want to say. Oh, don't play. Don't play. It didn't. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Folding Ideas. Folding Ideas. Dan Olsen. What does that mean? It means that they're ideas and they have been origamied. Yeah. You need a step-by-step guide to put these ideas into place and then you can just set them on fire and they'll turn into dust. I am foaming. She's foaming. Foaming. Okay, so do we, how do we unpack your foam about this this, this YouTuber? Um, you can explain to the good listeners about good listeners. Um, Dan Olson's thoughts about Rent. Okay, so Dan Olson feels that uh, there's a scene in Rent in which uh, it is edited in a way that makes a character who wants another character to do drugs as the sort of hero of the piece um and this is he, he feels this because of the lighting it's the and lighting the and the, the mise-en-scene the mise-en-scene <laughs> oh because i could, i'm gonna be sitting here talking like a rent fan girl and i don't know any of the characters names the guy the guy was the behind uh, i want to say mark but i don't Think we'll, it call was. Mark. we'll call him Mark. And we'll call him. All white men are called Mark. <laughs> so the white man with the longer hair than the other white man oh, um, was behind some some railings because he was on a balcony, and then that meant he was like imprisoned, imprisoned in a cage, uh-huh. and all the rest of the cast was in the gun, on the floor in the alley with Mimi, who I do know her name. Yeah. And um, so they were siding with her and he was isolated with his moral standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And 
and Dan Olson took offence at this because he thinks that it's sloppy editing because it doesn't get a point across. Poor visual storytelling, wasn't it? That was his yeah, issue. Yeah, he felt that it was poor visual storytelling. Whereas I feel, like this is one of the other the, uh, videos that I've disagreed with where I just think that that's like, that's how it must feel if you're a drug addict and someone offers you drugs. That you would be like, oh, everyone wants me to do this thing and I'm all alone, isolated. <laughs> I never even thought about it like that. I'm I've on such a high horse about this like six minute video that I've watched and I like never even thought about it from that point of view. Yeah, it just like if someone was like, I want you to do drugs and have sex with me and you're an addict who has like reasons to not do those things, that you must be like, Oh god, everyone wants me to do this, it would be so easy for me to do this and I really should it would be so easy for me to just join everyone and do this thing. Um I thought that that's quite good storytelling. I understand this point in things like, so we, we watched that video and we watched another video about, was his, was that his video about, might not have been. I him. think it was him and the, and Suicide Squad. Oh, the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad hit one of his and that is all about how frustrating the, the editing of Suicide Squad is. But you could just make any, any video pulling Suicide Squad apart. I can't remember Suicide Squad at all. He pointed out things to me that I hadn't noticed in that one. Like there's a, there's a, a point that he makes about how, um. There's a character who wears something that he carries around in his pocket the whole time. And then he gets stabbed. And it's like, oh, it's because he has that thing in his pocket. And then when he pulls the thing out of his pocket, it's a different thing. But, like, mm. none of Suicide Squad makes sense. So when you're watching it, you're not going, like, wait a second. You're just going, like, oh, there's another thing that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, um, it was one of those films where I was like, where are they now? Who's he? Why do what I care are they about doing? Like, yeah. Yeah, so you could make any film just pulling all of Suicide Squad apart. Yeah. And it would it would stand up. But um this thing about Ren, he's so angry about the, the placement of the camera. Let me tell you my feelings about his video about Ren. So my so I have a first class honours uh-huh. degree in uh-huh. film studies. My girl Claire. So this this is a this thing that I have. <laughs> I'm pushing all of my all of my rage that was not placed on the lecturer who told me I couldn't bring up Cold Mountain in a conversation about um, westerns because it was a woman's film. Um, all of that rage is placed on this man who sadly looks quite similar to that man, <laughs> and that's what's happened. So rent. It's an uh, probably not the least, the least like reverent, reflective, whatever adaptation of a play that yep. is blocked for the stage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, of course, all the friends are one. All the friends aren't going to come out on the balcony because why would they be in his house? <laughs> like he's not going to kick her out of his house. To then be on the street with all his friends, or for then for all of their social group to just zombie up into his house. <laughs> like, that's not how things work. But also, in terms of like staging in a theatre, if he's on a balcony, that's not going to be big. It's, it's a group number. Mm-hmm. And also, this. This is not my first time <laughs> having this disagreement. One of, his, one of his criticisms was, what's the message? Is yeah. that media's, like, and, and, and culture's point is to have, like, a message and a moral sort of but the, tone? Which isn't, isn't how I, I mean, isn't how I do things. 
Yeah. Um, there's... But the, the song that they're singing is like, no day but today, isn't yeah. it? Which he's like, well, no day but today, so you may as well take heroin and have sex with me. Like, that's like a... Well, we've all got this... At this stage in time, terminal disease. Uh-huh. So we may as well just do whatever and live our uh-huh. bohemian lives. Not, ah, oh, I may as well make a video about the editing of Miss Peregrine's <laughs> School for Peculiar Children. <laughs> Not shave my beard. <laughs> you know what it is? But the problem with this conversation that me and Kate are having is that I find it very calming to <laughs> I have so someone not calm. pull apart a piece of media so this is like therapy for me I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me why it's garbage I need to know why is it calming yeah why do I like it because like it's 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 filled with vitriol mm-hmm. um whenever I find one of these videos it's about something that I already don't like I don't seek things out that are like criticisms and things that I like mm-hmm. it's I seek out criticisms of things like Big Bang Theory and Sherlock and um, things that other people like that I don't and I can't explain to them why it's bad. So I think some of it is me seeking um, ammunition for the next time someone says, oh, so what's the thing? Then I'm going to be like, well, actually, I think you'll find it's dreadfully problematic and poorly edited. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's kind of, it's righteous indignation, isn't it? Where you're mm. like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's that thing I where agree with you. Let's get in a bigger echo chamber. Exactly. Someone's maybe putting phrase into a feeling that you already have, but don't really know how yes. to um, <laughs> articulate. Which I couldn't remember you, the which word. Is why you read reviews is is because someone else has noticed something and been able to and say, "Well, that's bad," because of this, and I can go like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate that." Thank you. That's why I'm so conflicted about whether or not I want because I used to want to be like a film professor that was my thing and then that's I got to the end of university and worked at the academic conference the academic conference I think I kept that in yeah (laughs) Um, and I just was like I hate all these pictures (laughs) and then I want to go back but at the same time I know I get really angry and inarticulate. And no, you, you've been incredibly articulate, and you've like you you've articulated things in a way that I wouldn't have. And I'm a layman. A layman. I'm a layman. I watch videos. I don't try and produce them. Well, neither do I. I never did. I got forced into directing the one practical module that I took, and I was like, why, <laughs> why? <laughs> but it was incredible. Oh, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's my that was my coping mechanism. But let's give some because we don't have uh, bad advice for this week. Mm-hmm. So if you were gonna talk to someone who's maybe done a distance media course and is thinking, I know, I'll create a YouTube series about my hate for the Flash. What advice would you give them about how to not make it bad? Um. I just, firstly, if you're just making an entertainment series, I know all I've done so far is just whinge, but if you're making an entertainment series, I don't see why it needs to be just things that you hate. Mm. This is bad. This is really terrible. I know better than this professional person doing this as a full-time job. 
Like, yeah, mm. make sure that you know everything before you dive in and try and critique something that someone has spent a large period of their life trying to do and trying to do well. And one of the things that you found frustrating about this was you kept saying, like, who are you to do this? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think that if you are someone who feels that they have the right to tear apart a piece of media, you have to be able to go, these are my chops. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think that's... It's kind of one of my concerns with ac- academic criticism and any kind of criticism is that you can go, well, he was stood behind this balcony because clearly he wanted to be represented as being in a cage. He wanted to be in a balcony. And then the the set dressers are like, no, we had to film him from three floors up and it would have been illegal for us to have him just on a balcony. Is- he would have had to have been on a, on a string so that he didn't fall off the edge of the balcony. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Sometimes it's just practicalities. Or sometimes that's what the apartment looks like that they've yeah. filmed in. Or some... I like, because specifically on this one, you were talking about, like, it's a stage adaptation. That is probably, like, the stage directions for that scene. Like, he's on the balcony, she's on, on, the, yeah, on the stage. Yeah, and maybe they just haven't thought to change it. Yeah. Cause... Which isn't, like, I know it's subconsciously telling a story and subconsciously putting someone in that situation but I think your reading of the situation is so your reading of the longer haired white man being isolated by his holding himself back from taking part in the drug culture that the rest of his friends are taking part in it shows that there's multiple readings Mm. to imagery there's multiple narratives to be pulled from a picture and there's you can't just moralize no you know what the other the other way that i enjoy people tearing apart media that i don't like is in the form of like podcasts and conversations yeah so when people talk about like why this didn't work or why they're finding a piece of media frustrating and they're talking about it with someone else Mm -hmm. and they're having to explain it and modify their language so that someone actually understands um and that someone else can say well actually maybe that's wrong like mm-hmm. i think that the like looking at the things that i've been watching this week there's been a lot of just solo men saying and this is the reason why this is dreadful <laughs> and no one else is here to say anything else yeah like that's not great like, yeah, that's just you in an echo chamber, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. tweeting Donald Trump in the middle so, of the So, yeah, night. my advice is if you want to tear apart a piece of, of media, or even if you want to praise a piece of media, because here I am saying, this is the way that I have felt calm this week. And Kate is like, this is the worst thing! <laughs> this is the down point of my week! <laughs> this is the most frustrating I've been in months! <laughs> like, that's more interesting than me saying, this is a nice thing that you can do if you're sad. Like... That's more interesting. Two voices are better than one. Yeah, exactly. And then it gives you different standpoints as well. So, again, Mr. Beardman, maybe don't just just assume that your worldview is the worldview of everyone and that every piece of media is made for you and should be in line with your thoughts and feelings about everything. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that was advice and coping mechanisms. Um, next week, 
we're gonna oh i won't say it's fine that was advice in Corbyn mechanisms um we've done depressives are we gonna go talking about living anxiety oh yes so uh kate's not had an anxiety dream this week so we were going to talk about living conscious anxiety (laughs) (laughs) Um, i should have brought up it in this section yeah go for it so on Saturday, I watched the first episode of American Horror Story, Cult. It was clown-tastic. Oh. Then on Sunday and Tuesday, I went to see it two times. So Sunday night, Sunday night, I also went to see the drags. <laughs> I, I was terrified. Someone at the... So it was Queens of Comedy. There were jokes... Someone just was chuckling, like a very loud, so that it sounded like it was near me, but he was very far away, like chuckle. And I was like, there's a clown. There's a clown. A clown has arrived. Seriously. But I'm over that now. Right. Um, but it's been intense week. My, I had an anxiety during this week that was quite... I feel it was influenced by our podcast, so I'm going to talk about it. Okay. So I had an anxiety dream that there was a bird stuck in, like, a latch window in my front room. Uh, And I was like, oh, it's fine. We'll get it out later. It's not pressing. Um, And I, like, kept... I was doing some business in the house. Who knows what? It was a dream. Uh, I was going from room to room, and I kept coming in, and the bird was looking, like, less and less healthy with each turn. Mm. I was like, it's fine. This is what birds do. They just get stuck. We'll just deal with it in a little bit and going in and out and going in and out. And it's really not very well. And then I got back in one time and I was like, oh, it's really dead. Oh. And there was a dead bird wedged in, in, the, in a flappy window thing. So I was like, okay, I'll get a broom and I'll poke it out. So I got a broomstick handle and I poked this bird out through a window, which wasn't easy because it was a dream. <laughs> and like, I don't have, my brain doesn't have the data for how that would go. So it's just like, I've missed. I have not hit it. I've hit it and it has not moved. What does it feel like? How hard should I be pushing? <laughs> like my brain was just like, just data not available. Don't don't know how to help you with this scenario. Just try all the things. You've like painted us into a corner. I've given you a broom. Can't you solve it? <laughs> so I finally get this bird to like fall out the other side of the window and I go outside and somehow in between me leaving the room and going outside, the dead bird has turned into a dead cat. Oh. And some part of my brain, which must have been conscious because I can remember this dream, went, oh, this will be great for the podcast. <laughs> which, and I think what it was, was, my brain had sort of gone like, oh, this is my brain in the process of poking this dead pigeon out of the window, had gone like, this is an anxiety dream. <laughs> But I have this thing. I think that anxiety dreams are supposed to have cats in them. <laughs> because of us. Like there's supposed to be cats in this. <laughs> we should watch a whoosh. <laughs> Subconscious magic. Dead cat. And I was just like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> it was like, whoever my companion was, I was like listing the reasons that I couldn't deal with a dead cat. It was like, there was reason number one and reason number two. <laughs> And there are other things. And this dead cat is just very inconvenient. And I think that you should have... Oh, you've gone? Okay. So I have to deal with the dead cat. It's getting bigger. Why is the dead cat getting bigger? Um, 
I try have to bury it. I start digging a hole. I'll dig a hole for the dead cats. I'm digging a hole in my front garden for the dead cat. The dead cat is starting to get really putrid. Oh, And, like, God. its fur is coming off, and it's becoming really, really gross. And, like, the hole won't dig properly because oh, because it's an anxiety dream and nothing's going right. <laughs> So I'm like, I got like a shallow grave for this cat and I'm trying to like scoop it up on a shovel and it's caught sort of becoming a bit fluid oh, and it's just more with stay on my shovel and I'm trying to get it into the hole and then I wake up. Oh my God, you took me on a trip. I am tense. <laughs> oh my God, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You know what it is though as well? That's not even like, I just woke up from that like, oh, there was another dream because that's just what my life is. <laughs> I wasn't like, oh, that was bad. Let's just help my dreams off. Wow. Yes, that was my anxiety dream. If anyone's a licensed therapist and would like to... Oh, don't, don't come at me. <laughs> don't come at me. Right. Do you want to talk about your conspiracies? Uh, I think we should save that for next week because we're, we're a bit... We're well over. We're well we? over. Um, do you have a dreadful person? Okay. So the last segment of the night is, am I a dreadful person? Because part of... Um, my neuroses <laughs> uh, part of who I am as a person is that I uh, often feel like I'm the worst person in the world and that it's all a ruse that anyone could ever like me so we like to ask the question am I? and then give objective answers sometimes the answer is yes sometimes <laughs> the answer is that was a bad thing to do and you should make amends and then that makes, makes you not a bad person again so you get back to neutral um Oh, oh God. What was mine? Okay, you go. Am I a bad person? Because unless you're getting married within the week, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the venue. I don't want to hear about the flowers. I don't want to hear about the table settings or the chairs that you've picked or the anything is that unless I really really like you this is not directed to my current engaged friend who I was very excited to see the shoes that you sent me the picture (laughs) of the other day because your wedding's going to be genuinely cool I'm talking about acquaintances people who I have to listen to talk like if you're going to show me a picture of something, then that's fine. But I don't need a full... I don't I don't want to talk you through the description of the seven different wedding venues that you might be considering. Am I hateful? I know it's a big thing in people's lives. So, so is it... Is it that it's, like, legitimately boring? Or are you... Do you feel like... How dare you put your happiness near me? No, I I don't think it's either. I think it's like, do you know that this is <laughs> futile? <laughs> Not in like love is futile, but like you are putting all your time and energy into this one day. No one is going to remember the chairs that you have. No one is going to remember your flowers no one is gonna the stress that you are in just now 
it's floating along to me while I'm trying to live my life <laughs> is just you're the only person who's interested. Yeah. I, no, I think that that is how everyone feels about weddings that are their own or that don't, like, directly, like, affect them. Mm-hmm. Because when it's not your wedding, you're, like, acutely aware that, like, oh, this doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter to me, but it doesn't matter to the world. Because it seems like it's, like... I'm going to throw a party and it has to be the best party and I have to spend all my money on this party rather than, like, we're going to spend our lives together. Uh, And also the solutions to the problems of weddings are usually just like, well, don't do that. Or just do that. Like, just make a decision. Mm -hmm. Or, like, so it's things like, well, my mother-in-law is very upset about this. And like, well, don't get married. (laughs) (laughs) Leave. (laughs) My mum's really upset because... She wants blue icing, and I'm allergic to blue icing. We don't have a cake. Like, there's, 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 yeah, there's all of these sort of decisions that need to be made to make other people happy. And just like, don't do it. Yeah. It is difficult when you're outside of that to feel like, this. just this, the, the, the level of stress that you are going through and trying to put me through. It's worth it. It's mm-hmm. just not worth it. I don't think you're a bad person. I think that everyone feels like that. I honestly think that no one wants to hear about the drama of someone else's wedding um i think that if you were a bad person you would say that to their face oh no i think that if you were a bad person you'd be like deborah no one cares <laughs> but if you if you I just get to that if you just say oh well and oh. move on then you're not a bad person you just just living your life and letting them live theirs really. fair enough like yeah i think that you are putting yourself to too high a standard just continue to be ambivalent I can do that, thank you is there anything that I can help you with? Um, so I'm going out for a meal with my colleagues to say goodbye and uh, I, I, I because she's moving, she's not I'm moving, dying. I'm not dying um, and uh, the, the sort of organiser of all of our social engagements uh, I said to her is it okay if it's a no partners event, uh, because I I want to talk about your boyfriends rather than to them, like I think that that's fair. Yeah. To to not want their boyfriends to come to my leaving do, because I like them. Um, and like while I like their partners. Like, I do, I exclusively like the partners of my, of my colleagues. No, I think that's fair. Um, I think that you could probably extend that to don't bring anyone else who isn't us. Yes. Because the boyfriends are just who you assume people will bring. But if someone was like, oh, this lass was sat next to us on a bus and I thought she was really cool, <laughs> that would not be what you would want either. No, no that's so, Yeah, I think that's... <coughs> that's absolutely fair to say like it's us who have the relationship that I am looking to celebrate while I am happy that you have a boyfriend and he's a nice person you see him all the time you don't need to bring him with you on this occasion so that we talk about football I didn't feel bad about it I felt like this is like a, a just and right thing and then um one of them said, oh, he's really looking forward to it. And I was like, he's not invited. 
And I sort of had to do it again and be like, don't want them to come. That's awkward. They're lovely boys, but you're my friends. Yeah, no. I think that I'm okay. And then no, no one's like, I don't know, no one's uh, said that they're glad I'm leaving or anything. <laughs> so I, th- I think that they've, they were this. I just, oh. There's been occasions where I have stopped actively making plans with people because I know they'll bring their boyfriend and I don't want to speak to him. Mm-hmm. Um, that is someone whose boyfriend I didn't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just... But I think if... Yeah, if you're friends with someone in a couple, it doesn't mean that you have to socialise with that couple all the time. Good. Good. I don't think you're a bad person. I think that the, the thing that my... my Like, I'm a bad person usually is, is like, how bad is it to put down boundaries? <laughs> Yeah. How am I being entitled or am I being empowered? And where is the line? I think that's the whole thing of being a modern woman in the world. Where trying is... to get what you want and have it all. <laughs> it's just like I'm trying to get what I want and have it all, but I'm terribly frightened that someone yeah, might be offended by that. Oh goodness, yeah, I should have a bit more backbone. But not too much backbone, because then you'll be... Then it'll come out my head. Ooh, dear. <laughs> that's not what anyone wants. Maybe that's what unicorns are. That's tails for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what all animals have too much backbone. <laughs> they do. Oh, my goodness. You don't have enough backbone. I don't have enough backbone. And that's fine, because I don't want a tail. Right. <laughs> Okay, so uh, oh, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Our, our next podcast is going to have to be via electricity. We're going to have to learn some technical skills for next week. Yeah. Clearly, right. Well, okay. really, this has been fun. One day we'll record face to face again. Yeah, it'll be a special edition. It will. It will. So that was uh, Lily and Kate, and we weren't doing great. No, haven't uh, ain't great a week, guys. Yay. Take your pills, drink your water. We'll see you on the other side. Bye!